And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. It is going to be a great show today. Uh, we have got Brian Fryer with us. He is a very, very cool guy. Uh, I like him. Adrian really likes him. Rob Sperry loves him. Fraser Brooks thinks he hangs the moon. Michelle Eldridge can't stop talking about him. So I said, we got to get this guy on the show. But before we go there, we've also got to move the needle a little bit. Last week, I'm talking and this Michelle Cunningham has like a speech impediment. And so she can't. That must be it. So she can't enunciate all the prizes. So about Six months ago, she does this. She makes this big deal of sending me a gift. And she said, I'm going to send you a toaster. But because she's got a speech impediment, I thought she said toaster. So we had a great amount of fun last week with her new book. And also her, the fact that she said she's finally going to send me my coaster. And we got... Your co I, this must be a lot of coasters. She sent me a big old coaster. Judging by the size of this box, we got a lot of coasters. So Michelle so Cunningham is a character. Congratulations, of Tom. He has not seen this yet, but here's your so coaster. what is it? Let's take a quick look. So it says... Oh my gosh. A woman is unbelievable. You know when you say something, and even if the person misunderstands... You have got to keep your word. And she gave me an epic two-slice toaster. <laughs> this baby is so good. It's got six browning gears, 825 <laughs> watts, a 38-millimeter wide slot, and a one-year warranty against anything, including drops. So... Here we go. This is the greatest show of all time. What are you looking at? Like it's not made of glass. Michelle Cunningham, you are a great woman, but it is Michelle Appreciation Day on Clubhouse. I suck so bad. I just get on there. I tell the same story. Somebody told me the other day, they go, Tom, and this lady went into a private room to go nuts on me. And she said, Tom, you're a dinosaur. You're a hundred. You are so old school. Nobody even listens to you. You say the same thing over and over again every time. And you talk about being sober all these years and you don't even know how to say sobriety right. So sobriety must be pronounced differently than that for this girl. And I don't know her name. I'm not going to tell you her name, but man, I'm telling you, people take offense to the fact that I'm so old and so antiquated and such an old school guy. And I am, and I've, it's worked out okay for me. So why change? Everybody wants to be Brian Fryer, six foot one, all handsome, baseball player, muscles, you know, all the vim and vigor of he's got, but there's still people that like me. And so Michelle Eldridge got on two calls this week with me and our whole contact mapping team and trained them on, on, on clubhouse and clubhouse etiquette out of the kindness of her heart. And I just don't know that I would have done that for her. So, we're, <laughs> so I was in shock at how nice she was. And any of you network marketing legends that want to do that for us in contact mapping and come in and really train us, we need it because all they really have to rely on with any kind of experience is father time here. And I don't know much. I promise you I don't. So I'm a great place to visit, but you don't want to live here. So I just want to do that. So I want to get that out of the way first. Michelle Cunningham, thanks for the toaster, but where's my coaster? And here we go. So <laughs> Brian Fryer, how are you, man? Tom, Adrian, I'm excited, man. Uh, just just thankful and uh, grateful to be uh, hanging out with you guys this afternoon. Uh, I've tuned into your show several different times. You guys uh are literally your own comedy act, and I'm and I'm honored to be a part of the show today. Thanks for having me. 
Well, we're honored to have you, man. And I, I will tell you, on Clubhouse, I, so I've been a fan of yours for a long time because I, I, I posted this earlier today. You were social media expertise long before it was fashionable. I mean, you've been doing it for a long time. And there are, I can give you on these two hands, how many trainers I trust, outside trainers. And that doesn't mean I don't like the outside trainers that are pretty much doing a couple of other things that aren't 100% in front of your face. It isn't full disclosure. Brian Fryer is the real deal. And I trust him. And I would trust my team with him to train them, to take them to a whole different level because he's honest and he's got ability. So those are that's something that's real important. But what, you, uh, what you've done, I mean, everywhere you go, I cannot believe how you show up. You're, you're, you're six foot one, but you show up at about eight one. And I just want to thank you for that because I've got mad respect for you. Little Indiana kid that done did well. You played a little professional baseball, I understand. Uh, that is true. I, I definitely want to say thank you for the kind words. I'm literally over here blushing, uh, but uh, that really means a lot coming from you, Tom. And I've uh, been a big fan of yours for, for many, many years. And so I appreciate the kind words. And you've got four kids. Four kiddos, yes, and uh, in, a, in a baseball background, living in Indiana. I was actually telling Adrian before the show, I think I spent two and a half hours this morning uh, snow plowing about two feet of snow off my driveway. Wow, that's amazing. And here in Colorado, it's like the, they're playing hockey in my backyard. So I put that up on uh, Instagram. But it's, uh, it's cold, but it's no snow. So I'm glad the rest of the world is finally getting a dose of what it's like to be a Coloradoan. And uh, serves you right. And uh, you should have bought a snow shovel a long time ago, you people. So let's talk about what you're thinking about. You're, you, you know, you're just, you are on the leading edge of social media and the world is coming to you. What do you think the future holds for network marketing, for social media, for what it is you're doing? And why should people do business at coachfryer.com? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I uh, I consider myself one of the the early adopters. Uh, I started yeah. doing, I started with uh, you know jumping onto Facebook back when uh, a lot of people really didn't even know what it was. And so uh, I, I'm I'm grateful for technology as as we've seen the last 10, 10 years or so. It's continued to evolve and emerge. And uh, I'm I'm super passionate about helping educate network marketers kind of bridge the gap between the network marketing profession, the time-tested proven principles that we all know, love and trust, and, and just adore about our profession and, and being the bridge to helping all understand how to use social media the right way uh, to grow their network marketing business. I think that network marketers in general uh, have uh, an, an, an incredible opportunity to leverage something like social media and, and allow that to uh, you know, what I'm a big fan of your guys is, is, is connecting with other human beings literally all over the world, turning those friends and followers on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Clubhouse, whatever that is, into actual, real, genuine human relationships. And so I see huge, huge potential as uh, social media continues to emerge. What we've loved about you is you're a guy's guy and people, you know, you remind me a little bit of Richard Brooke. You are a deep thinker. You're charismatic as heck, and you're there for the little guy. And I really care about that more than anything about it. your good looks are not that impressive to me. I'm too old to be hitting on you. But I do think that you are a good man who truly cares about the people. And why don't you take it away? Yeah, I, 
I, I agree. And I think, you know, one of the things I, there's a, there's so many great people out there. There's so many different, you know, fantastic trainers out there in, in the world. But one of the things that I really like about what you do, Brian, is you're really good at making things approachable. And, you know, it's not, it's not shiny whiz bang. You gotta, you know, you gotta know about all this stuff to be where you can do anything. Like I, you really are good at making it simple. And I, I you know, talk about what the, how you came to, to, do it that way because I think it is something that really makes you a little bit different. Yeah, oh, I appreciate that, Adrian. I think that there is so much information out there nowadays and uh, so many more people, especially with all that's gone on over the last year or so in the world, more and more people are being op you know, are open-minded to learning about our incredible profession. And you couple that with social media. And I think sometimes people can get overwhelmed and maybe frustrated with technology. And and that's, that's what we love doing. I mean, it's just simplifying the entire thing. If I uh, may, maybe I could just share just a, a part of that original story is, is our first four years in network marketing, I, I struggled. I didn't make a single dollar in, in profit. And, uh, and, and unfortunately, after our first four years, that company went away. And I spent the next two years in the lab, I like to say, like really fine tuning, learning. Facebook had just, uh, you know, was brought to the public. And, and I saw that as a viable way to meet new people, right, outside of my family members in friends, but I wanted to do things a little bit differently. I wanted to maybe not lead with maybe the typical network marketing lingo. And I wanted to focus on people and value and relationships and, and education. And so long story short, we took an approach that, uh, that while most maybe highlight products, comp plan and business, we just focus on the education side of, of what we were doing. And that actually positioned us as a resource versus maybe a typical salesperson uh, that most maybe assume all that we do. And so that was kind of let the, the barrier of resistance down for so many people out there in the world that, uh, you know, were young parents like us wanting to learn a little bit more about how they can bring safer products into their, their household. And they saw us as resourceful and helpful. And that was very, very easy for us to then, uh, you know, open up the dialogue of, you know, them asking us, hey, what do you use? What do you recommend? And that's to simply show them. And that's, that's where we generate a lot of our success from. That's so cool. And so, so you, you spent four years with one company kind of still trying to figure things out. And then it was really when you, when that company went away and you sort of went into that lab experience and it was with the, uh, the second company that you kind of started putting the pieces together and, and really kind of cracked the code. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, we call ourselves a seven year overnight success. It took us seven years to really make our first substantial paycheck in the network marketing profession. Uh, and we're so thankful for that, right? It's like, like a, an additional seven year college degree, I guess, if you will. That's so cool. And so how, and so when did you make the move across to, to focus full-time as a coach, Brian? Yeah, great question. So in that second company, uh, we did a lot of great things, became the number four income earners in the first uh, six months in that company. That company was around for about two and a half to three years. And then unfortunately, that company went away. Uh, but during that time, we did some great things and, uh, you know, backs against the wall at that point, so second company uh, gone. And it was like, you know, what do we do? Well, I basically was getting emails, phone calls, messages from thousands of leaders all over the world, all different companies saying, Brian, can you teach me what you just did in that last company on social media? More importantly, can you help my team? And that kind of gave me the nudge to transition into being a generic coach and uh, social media mentor for the profession as a whole. That is so cool. We love you. And, you know, what you've got such an, you know, maybe it's the Indiana vibe or maybe the Canadian vibe or whatever it is. But when we talked again, I keep going back to Rob Sperry because 
when I called him on the phone a few months ago and he was talking and we were talking about another generic trainer that was basically pulling the wool over people's eyes. And we just really had a straight conversation. And it was astounding to me how you came out at like the top of his and Frazier's list as a guy that can be trusted, relied on, that's got the knowledge and the humility and the patience to teach people. And I just want everybody during the break to go to Coach Fryer, F-R-Y-A-R. E-R. I said that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> F Oh, yeah, F, spell it again. F-R-Y-E-R. Dot com, C-O-M, and uh, like rhymes with Tom. We're going to come back right after this. It is the Genesis Communication Network. We'll be back. Love you. <laughs> Wait a couple more seconds. Marianne told me to give a bigger pause. We got Lisa Grossman. We got Richard Brooke. We got Sean Richard Murphy. Brooke is like your PR guy, man. Well, he's Brooke like, is he's, like, he, he can type. You. The guy is unbelievable. Brooke loves you. Lisa Grossman loves you. Rob Sperry loves you. Rob Sperry you. loves you. This is crazy stuff. Here, man. <laughs> we, we've, we've never had this many muckety mucks on our show in our life. It must be you. That is pretty darn cool. Yeah. <laughs> but the name of the game is that's because you've got integrity and your word's good. And even people that could be perceived as competition endorse you because you're so solid a human being. And that's what, how that's how I want him to be when he grows up. He's only 12, but you are his role model. Go ahead. Well, I appreciate you guys so much. You guys are you guys are cracking me up, man. True story. It beats working. That's it, man. That's it. So we, I, I want to talk a little bit about this after the break, but we've been hanging out on Clubhouse a little bit. You've been, you've been getting on there a little bit too, haven't you? Yeah, lots actually. I, I personally, I love it, man. That's good. That's good. So we, we did a, a webinar last week talking about Clubhouse and how we have been using that Clubhouse platform to be it. Like, I just think it's such an incredible, especially if you're, if you're more of kind of a belly to belly, you want to be able to talk to people. That's kind of your background. Clubhouse is just amazing. Cause it's like, you finally, even when we can't go anywhere, you're meeting people, you're actually able to like have a conversation with them and then move these conversations across and have a real authentic conversation with somebody in private messages. So anyway, we did this webinar on that last Thursday that was really cool. And uh, if you want to go in and grab that on, do demand, not charge them $500 for that. That is not worth it. All right, fine. So you can have it for free. You got to go to contactmapping.com. <laughs> we know how to monetize that. everything. <laughs> we can't get, if we can't get 500 bucks for it. We're not charging. That's right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so yeah. So Jason, if you can flash it up there, contactmapping.com slash clubhouse, you can go grab that for free, but man, talk, talk about how, that has been for you? Cause I, you really have, you've been contributing over there. You've been pouring into that platform and what are you seeing on that front, Brian? I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, opportunity, like literally from the mountaintops for, for any level of entrepreneur network marketer over on clubhouse. I think that uh, just, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of video as, as are you guys, I know, but for those that maybe are not, I mean, it's a great platform, obviously audio only, but just having the opportunity to, to pop on there, contribute value to, to rooms, to be a listener and just learn at times as well, I think is absolutely amazing. But uh, to be able to host rooms and uh, and share some of your expertise, some of your knowledge, uh, you know, in the form, I'm a big believer uh, in giving, right? And I know you guys are at the foundation of that. You guys give so much of your time, energy, love, support to so many, uh, not only in the profession, but outside the profession. I see Clubhouse is a great opportunity for all of us to contribute even more. 
everybody thinks old people sleep all the time and that is such horse manure. So what's so cool about that is at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, I can, I'm, so we have like, my house is big. So I have like this other room that is like where I go cause I've got insomnia and I can just, and I've got the hearing aids. That's this thing here. And they plug right into clubhouse. My wife doesn't even know I'm on it. And I'm very proud of the fact that I wore out my ears before my jaw, but at the end of the day, I can lay there right in bed and that Carla Pierce that sells the jewelry, she does a clubhouse training every morning at 5 a.m. Eastern time, which is 3 a.m. So I pop on there. She about swallows her cigar, but old people never sleep. So this clubhouse was made to order for Tom Chenault because I never comb my hair. It's so exciting. So go to contactmapping.com forward slash clubhouse. Watch the training. We're going to change your life for free yet one more time. We're coming back. Thank you. And we're back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault and Coach Brian Fryer, who is a good guy who I'm promising you would be unbelievable at baseball with you. Adrian was a huge baseball player and fan as a little boy, never yeah. made it into the major leagues like you did, but <laughs> he truly wanted to. So the minute he heard that we had you and you had that baseball background, I had to uh, apologize again for being his father. So here we are, and you're our man, Brian. So congratulations. <laughs> Taylor Kirby, I was just thinking about your name. He's another guy that is – that Carla Pierce is in here. Her, his organization. Oh, wow, cool. It's been driving me crazy. So I was thinking about him so hard, it forced him to join the show. It's unbelievable. Go ahead. That's so awesome. Yeah. So – one of the other things, and, and we were talking, and I think Rob Rob Sperry is watching with us, but you know, you and Rob and Frazier in particular, you know, you guys have really kind of banded together. And I, I just watch the way that you guys support each other and you know contribute to one each one another's work, encourage each other, be a sounding board, you know, really, really collaborate. How did that come about? Because I think that's a really cool, inspiring model for us all. No, it is. And uh, I, I want to give each of them a shout out uh, Frazier and Rob. Like I, I consider them literally, they're like, they're like brothers to me. Um, and we, we all have this theme, right? That collaboration is greater than competition. I think that, uh, that, that that's a, that's a, a newfound slang term, I guess, if you will, in the, in the profession, you know, most might see us, Frazier, Rob, myself as competitors, but it's actually quite the opposite. We know that together, uh, serving the profession at the level that we are, that the, the more we can help others, the more that we can serve, the more projects we can do and come together, um, the more people we're going to be able to impact and uh, not only you know, make aware of our incredible profession, but elevate and serve and help those who are currently in the trenches out there working to create that level of freedom for their family. And so uh, I think it all started well, many, many years ago, but I think things really took off. You guys may or may not have seen that uh, the three of us shared a hotel room at, a, sure. at, a, at a, the amazing Eric Worre. I want to give him a quick shout out. He's like the godfather of our profession. Just love and appreciate all he does. But the three of us, a couple, uh, two or three years ago, three years ago now, shared the same hotel room at a GoPro event. And there was a, a viral picture that went kind of bananas of the three of us Frazier's literally in his chonies and uh, we were having, you know, talking about pillow fights in our hotel room. So I don't know if you guys saw that or not. It's pretty funny. I saw it. We loved it. And uh, yeah, we're jealous of that. We weren't in that club. 
And for those of you don't know, and the people obviously listening on 550 radio stations around the world can't see the comments, but Richard Brooke is very upset because there's absolutely no knowledge being imparted on this show because now everybody's got a podcast and their interview and all these guests that they steal from me and they're asking them the deep questions, but that isn't what this is about. This is about real human beings talking. So if you want to know what this show, if everybody ever wants to know what I want this show to be about, it's about nothing. I want you guys to fall in love with Brian Fryer. I want you to fall in love with Rob Sperry and Richard Brooke and Sean Murphy and Lisa Grossman. And I want you to know there's human beings underneath this autotron called all the social media stuff. I want people to get the essence of you, Brian, more than anything else. We can, got, we can find your knowledge. It's everywhere. But your heart and soul is a place that we're going to get to today. So that's what the whole goal is. So if anybody is watching for a deep question, you're not going to get it. In fact, I'm looking so much at, at Brian, I forgot to look at the camera until Adrian just stabbed me with the pen. So the name of the game, this show is going to suck, but it's going to be a happy suck. That's all I'm going to tell you. Take it away, Adrian. <laughs> How do you follow that? <laughs> oh my God. Can we do this every week? This is awesome. This is awesome, man. Yeah. We just, we, and this is, you know, and I think going back to you guys, you know, to the three of you guys that partner together, you know, it's, it's just way more fun when you actually go, you know, you focus on having fun as you're doing what you're doing in, you know, I think for anybody in network marketing, you know, whether it's people that are in your company that are cross-lined to you, whether it's people that are in another company, get around the kind of people that are you're going to learn from that aren't going to, you know, feel like they lose when you win or vice versa. And go and just create that band of people. And it doesn't have to be in your company in order for that to happen. And just the more you get, you know, that's one of the biggest things in this community that we've created for contact mapping. You've got people from all over the world. You've got people from a bunch of different companies. I know you've created communities like that too, Brian. And it's like, there's just a, you know, it's great to be doing stuff in your company, but there's a huge amount of benefit that comes from being able to get ideas that aren't just in the same echo chambers of whatever town you're in, whatever company you're in, whatever model they do, because it, you know, you just, everybody gets stronger when you do that, as long as you can get out of that trap of, uh, of, you know, being focused on this sort of like scarcity mentality. And instead you can move into that abundance mentality. <laughs> What's up? I love now? my life. Nothing. I just love this show. I love both of you guys. I'm enjoying Good. you immensely. Good. So we got to go to a break. We are on the Genesis Communication Network, which is Ted Anderson. And obviously the advertisers on AM radio are pretty much conspiracy type stuff, survivalist type stuff. So if you're listening on the radio, be sure to buy some of that stuff because it's all terrific. And if you're just going to be sticking around with us for the commercial break, you are really going to have some fun here on the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Brian Friar, Adrian Chenault, and his dad, Tom. And we're back. Hello. I was supposed to say snarky things about the survivalist commercials during this part. Nah. The, uh, nah, the <laughs> no, they're fine. Brooke loves those things, man. He likes yes. that. Uh, it's very, very cool. All right. And Brooke, I will ask some real questions in the next long segment. It's just that six-minute minute segment. You can't you can't open a can of worms because you can never get it back in there. So, that's so far, Troy Dooley, Doug Firebaugh. Tony Canuli, let me think of all the people that have said that Tom Chenault, his radio show sucks so bad. He never asks questions. All he does is talk about himself. He goes down rabbit holes that are terrible. And every one of those guys' shows are gone by the website. 
And here's poor old lumpy Tom, just like I miss in the morning, still here, still for the people, still living on, even though we never did. I'm not deep. I'm not deep. But I'll tell you one thing right now. Rob Sperry hit the nail on the head. I fake like I don't prepare, but I prepare like a mother. And I always will. And I know your blood type, Brian Fryer. You don't know it, but I know your blood type because I've got to. I just have to fake like I don't. So take it away. <laughs> I, you know, Brian and I had it the first time that we ever really met. You know, I, I had kind of been watching you from afar, but you and I sat down at the last time we got to be at GoPro in person about a year and a half ago almost now. And, you know, this is a guy who really, you know, has a, has a big, big heart. And that's, you know, I, I've heard people say that behind your back and it's a hundred percent true. You know, there's a lot of people that say that they will do anything for you. They'll do anything they can to help you. But I, I truly can see that to be true in having gotten to know you, Brian. And I, I just see that you really put relationships first. And why do you think, why, why is that so important to you? And why do you think that pays to be like that in business? Yeah, great question, man. I I, I think uh, I've preached this from the beginning of time. Uh, I've been the, the biggest backer and believer of the network marketing profession from the start, but it's because I understand and value people just like you and your dad, Tom, do so much. Uh, I think that, you know, when, when you talk about network marketing, you talk about people, you talk about relationships. I like to keep things simple, especially when you incorporate the social media aspect of this. At the end of the day, no matter how amazing our product is, if it's got all the awards underneath the sun from the Amazon, Himalayan rainforest, whatever, it doesn't matter, right? Uh, if, our, if our comp plan is the best thing since sliced bread, since the, the, the inception of network marketing, like, it doesn't matter, right? Because at the end of the day, we are all in the people business, right? Not the product business, not the comp, whose comp plan is better business. And this is something that you know I've admired about Tom and, and, and Adrian, you guys for so long is you guys just genuinely and, and soulfully just value people. Uh, I also remember that conversation at the dinner table. I think that was the first time I actually ever met you, Adrian and Thomas, the very first time I met you guys wow. in person. And I remember it vividly. That's that. And I think that's, you know, network marketing or otherwise, it, it really, we're all in the people business. And I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big podcast person in general. I listen to like Tim Ferriss and, you know, a lot of these guys who are interviewing people who, you know, fortune 500 CEOs, you know, world-class athletes, people who have done huge, huge things. And I'm continuously surprised by, I'm not surprised anymore, I guess, but that you continue to hear that. Yeah. Like all that business stuff, like strategy is important. All these things are important, but if the people aren't right, it's not going to work. And if you get the people right, you can get a lot of other things wrong and still it's going to work out for you. And I think that you, you know, I think the way that you treat people, the way you've treated me, Brian is, you know, I think really embodies that it's really an important thing for us all to learn because I think it helps us to become better leaders. Agree hundred percent. And that's what we want to be when we grow up. This is what it's all about. You know, our whole, our whole premise on this show is fire your brain, hire your heart. That's the name of the game. So before we go back from the break, everybody goes, Tom, you're not prepared. Well, I need you to see my notes because my notes just exactly say how this show goes. First half banter, second half meat and potatoes. Adrian asked the questions. I love Rob Sperry. I love Richard Brooke. There's Michelle Eldridge at the very top. Have I stuck to the script? Yes. Not your script, just my script. Thank you very much. I love me. Go ahead and take us back to the, throw a plug, throw in a website for contact right. mapping and we'll go back. <laughs> awesome. So the way, you know, we, 
the way that we do what we just talked about is we've got a really simple system around that. It's called contact mapping. We have a free version of our app that you can go and check out. And I just, I encourage you to go and build a system around the way you look about, you look after people and people will look after you. So go to contactmapping.com slash free, check it out. And we're going to come back. And we're back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. It is Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, and the great Coach Brian Fryer. You want to go to coachfryer.com, and I'm not going to try to spell it. We'll put it on the bottom, and uh, we'll spell it here in a minute because I'll blow it. But this is the meat and potatoes segment of the show. So Adrian is going to ask some deep questions. Here we go. All right, Brian. So there's a, you know, there's so many, there's, always a lot of new and shiny objects happening in the social landscape. I think now maybe is a, a particular moment where there's been this new wave of TikTok and Clubhouse and all this kind of stuff, plus just all the things that are happening inside Facebook and in the platforms that are rolling new stuff out all the time. And so if somebody is trying to figure out where to focus their energy amidst all this stuff out there, how can they make a good decision about how many things to do and what things they should do. Yeah. As far as social media platforms. Yeah. Yeah. No, great question. It seems like there's a new platform popping up every other week that all of us need to somehow figure out how to learn and, uh, and operate and then obviously make a decision whether or not we're going to want to try to leverage that for our business or not. Uh, I want to maybe just address all the viewers who are going to be tuning in uh, to today's show and just maybe give them some insights. I've, I've always been a big believer that uh, that we should focus on one, right? Until we're making you know a few thousand bucks or what have you somewhere in that ballpark, because that will signify that we are that we have actually mastered a couple of core skill sets that it takes to build a successful network marketing business on social media. Unfortunately, I think we've all seen it to where you've got folks out there who are on five different platforms getting results from none, and unfortunately. That just breaks my heart, uh, you know. So for those out there who are maybe in that position, I want to encourage you to focus on one platform for now. All right, generate generate some income, generate some social proof, generate some results, and then right, maybe we can take some of those core skill sets that you're learning, uh, and then venture out and maybe try to add one more. I typically like to share a simple formula of, of focus 80% of your time on one social platform that is generating results and figure out how you can continue to grow and scale those efforts, right? In the other 15 to 20% of your time, right? Maybe venture out and learn one other platform, but leverage the skills that allowed you to create the success on the first platform. This is what we we love teaching and I hope that that provides some value for those who are maybe, you know, in question as far as what platform they should be on. I think that's great. And you're so right. I think there's so there's a lot of temptation and there's a lot of psychology that goes into this constantly like, um, you know, I haven't quite gotten this thing working, but maybe it's that this is the wrong thing and I'm going to switch horses and you just keep doing that. And it, you're just, you're dooming yourself to never really get anything going if you don't get one thing going first. Right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I, I think that so many are just the shiny object syndrome and, and they're, they're focusing on maybe this, uh, maybe even a better way to put it. They're focusing on the platform versus the skill, right? You and, and, and your dad, Tom, you guys have incredible skills to where, I mean, it doesn't matter which platform gets launched tomorrow. You guys are going to take those core skills and understand that at the core of those skills are people right at the end of the day. Right. And so I think that that's something that all of us can continue to learn from uh, and continue to grow our businesses with. I think I own clubhouse. I think I own 
Instagram and I think I own Facebook. And I was just sitting here thinking when you were talking about that, that the reason I say that is because I don't let it own me because I put us, I put a microscope on the human being inside of there that I want a relationship with instead of trying to get all this encompassing, making this presence that I'm bigger than life. I just, you know, I know because of Brooke primarily, 416, 64, 256, 1,024, 4,096. Building a business, I only need four strong leaders. So I don't have to have all of Clubhouse or all of those places. All I have to do is to find somebody that I can develop a relationship, put a microscope or a bullseye on them, develop that relationship, have them jump in the foxhole with me or me fox jump in the foxhole with them, then it's all over. And what happens to people is there's so many things, they're nothing. And I don't want to be that. I want to be this stand-up, go-to guy for a small amount of people, but I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to be in a huge pond to do that, I think. And it's worked out for me. Am I wrong? No, I think I think that's right. And I think you, that sense of ownership, right? That I that I feel like I'm I'm owning this. I'm I I'm actually driving on this platform rather than just letting stuff happen yeah. to me. I think that's a really good like little litmus test of whether it's whether you can put your arms around more than one thing. Yeah, I think uh, uh, one of my favorite phrases is is there are so many folks out there in our profession who are consumers, right? They may or may not realize this, but they're consuming stuff from everywhere. And, and to Tom's point, to, to just piggyback is, is I think the three of us particularly and all those who are tuning in, hopefully you guys will shift to this mindset of how can I be a contributor if this is the platform I'm going to choose to be on, right? Tom, like you said, Clubhouse, you're not just on there hanging out. When you get on there, you get on there with intent. You get on there with purpose of how can I contribute to others? How can I contribute to the platform and and, and focus on connecting with new folks? I think that's, that's, that's something that's missing in our space today that more and more network marketers should focus on. How can I become a contributor versus a consumer? I think that my brand across all of the platforms being exactly the same, which is drunken train wreck, train wreck done well. That's kind of like how I show up because I want to catch that recovering alcoholic addict that's trying to get sober. I'm trying to catch that person that's in trouble in their financial life or in their health life. And almost everything on every platform that I'm on revolves around that somewhere. And somehow I drive that into being this magnet for all those people that are kind of like-minded people like me. And it works out because all those other people with the, with the puka shells and the gold wristwatches, they're out there, but they're, I'm, they're not attracted to me because I'm not attracted to them. And I found my little niche that works. And I think that's what I learned from you, watching you and the things that you've done is I don't try to be everything. I basically try to be real and myself and let anybody that likes me find me no matter where I am. And that's worked out for me. And that's why I'm not locked onto one platform because Tom Chenault's everywhere and it's worked out. Am I, does that make sense? I hope. Yeah. Cause no, I hundred percent. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think that uh, if, if, if more and more folks out there tuning in, could it could, you know, embrace that, what you just shared, Tom. And, and I think social media amplifies that, right? We, we say a lot of times that social media is just the highlight reel of so many, you know, of our lives, what have you. But, but I, I think that this is a valuable lesson I learned early, early on. Listen, I, I don't want to be a highlight reel. I don't want to be some super, superficial, untouchable type person. I, I'm yeah. just going to be the faith-driven guy, God family business. That's how we operate my house. And, 
and and that's just who I want to be in in all aspects, social media or not. And that's obviously attracted the right type of folks to us, as it has for you guys as well. Yeah, that's that's huge, and I I liked what you were saying a little while ago about the that concept that it really comes down to the like the, this. It, it's about forming the skills that get applied across the platform and the different platforms and that the skills really come down to your ability to build relationships. And so can you break that down just a little or kind of unpack that a little bit more as far as like, what are those kind of core components that allow you to begin developing real relationships on social media? For sure. Uh, I, I forgot which of you mentioned psychology before, but uh, how many him, I don't even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a, a psychology degree. And so I think this has uh, really helped me over the years, just better understand people, um, you know, creating content and, and stuff like that and having conversations, ha having a pretty good idea how to, to manage those, how to, you know, how to steer those, not in a misleading way, but in, in a genuine form, right. To really better connect with folks. But, uh, when we when we sit and talk about some of those core skills, right? I think some of the 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 two main core skills, if someone's looking to build a network marketing business on social media, is is conversations. Number one, figuring out how to talk to people. I think this is this is um, maybe put on the back burner, right? On social media nowadays, that that maybe we avoid this. I don't know, um, but it, it just seems like like it's extra work or it's it's too hard or whatever it is. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is the part we need to embrace. This is one of the skills, right? Remember, go back to the beginning of the show. We said we're in the people business, not the not the product, not the comp plan. Heck, even network marketing. I just say, hey, we're in the people business. Without people, you don't have a business. So doesn't it make sense that every single day we should all be working on our skill? learning how to better communicate with people. And obviously you guys have created an amazing tool that's allowing our profession to do that. And I think this is this is huge. The second thing is, is content, right? Creating content, right? We can have conversations, we can learn how to talk to people, but another skill when it comes to socials, Tom, I was tuning into uh, one of your Facebook lives this morning, right? That's, that's incredible, right? Creating a piece of content out there, putting yourself out there, sharing value, providing some wisdom, some education around a specific topic or area of interest, that's naturally going to attract more of your type of folks back to you, Tom. This is why you guys have, have done so well and have, and have helped so many in our space. Well, it works. And I, uh, I thank you for that and getting to know. And I think what I love about Clubhouse is <clears throat> we're past the soundbite there. I mean, I can find stuff inside of Clubhouse that is not on social profiles that I can completely map which means remember, and then I can wait a month if I want to, run across that person again, flash back to that conversation I had with them on February 16th of 2021, remind them of that conversation. They swallow their cigar, they love me, I love them, and we can start developing a relationship that way because all people really want to be is remembered and acknowledged. We're so tired of being ID numbered. I mean, look at Amazon, look at anywhere you are. You are no longer a human being. You are just basically a number. I don't want people to feel that way in my life. I want them to feel empowered, loved, seen above everything else. And that's what you do. That's what you're teaching people to do. And that's what we try to do. Yeah. Uh, and what, you know, what a great thing to be able to, you know, like that, that's so much more 
rewarding that so much more like you're going to feel good about yourself as you're doing that. When, when you start getting that right and you start living your life in that way, it, it doesn't feel like I'm just pitching people all the time where I have to, you know, I just have to produce all this content that is just, you know, one gigantic infomercial. And I'm just tired of being a walking, talking billboard for my company on every social media platform possible. If you can figure out how to start living into the space of connecting with people, blessing them, making them feel seen and heard, that makes all the difference, doesn't it? It, to it totally does, man. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's that's really the name of the game. And you guys, we, we said this at the top of the show, but you really want to follow Brian because he is somebody who isn't just telling you about what you should do. He's showing you how to do it. And so make sure on the break, go check out Coach Fryer, F-R-Y-E-R.com and plug in with this guy. See what he's up to. On the other side of the break, we're going to ask him for one particular set of tips on his favorite area on social right now. So you get to hear that. So hang with us on the break. We will be right back after this on the Genesis Communication Network. We're coming right back. We did it. I'm thinking about Albala. I'm thinking about Armand. I'm thinking about company owners in network marketing that remind me of you guys that really care like to the core about their teams and their people versus the whole image thing and everything else. And I just, I appreciate so much people like that. You know, I'm, I'm watching Lisa Grossman out there in Clubhouse every day, just giving content all day long. And I don't feel any agenda under that. I don't feel that with uh, Michelle Eldridge. And then I start, and I've watched Al Bala and I've watched Armand in those games, uh, into those rooms, just delivering content, making this profession bigger and better. Everything that the ANMP or the Distributor Rights Association or the DSA or the DRA, any one of those things are supposed to be, those guys emulate it like you guys are. You're making a great profession better. And I just want to thank you for that, even though we're on a break, Brian and Armand and Albala, because it's in my head right now. Brooke obviously feels the same way about it. It's just, it's Sean Murphy, important yeah. stuff. It really, really is. And, you know, we, we need, we <clears throat> need more of that out there. I think that there's, you know, there's, there's plenty of the other side of that coin out there. And there's plenty of people that, you know, Ha, have it out for this profession because the, you know, for, for a whole variety of reasons and to have people that are elevating it, that are showing how it can be done, right. That how important it is to do it. Right. We, we just need more of that. Contact mapping. Adrian hasn't really given any justice to the company itself or the app or the application. So I'm going to do it for him during this break. If you're looking for an app, that's going to do it for you. There isn't one. If you don't understand that you've got to work as hard as the app is going to work for you, then you're going to figure this thing out. And all we're going to teach you to do is remember people at a level you've never remembered them before. And the whole thing with us is interview people, write down things. I mean, with Brian Fryer, he talked about his faith. He talked about his psychology degree. He talked about Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana. He talked about minor league baseball. He talked about his four children. He talked about his life. All those things get documented. 
And then when I talk to Brian, I bring that up to him as I remember him on a regular basis over and over again until he finally gets, I care about him and I see him. And that's not just an app. That's an application that we are the best in the business at teaching you. So go to contactmapping.com forward slash free and take a look at the operative word free. Take it for a test run. If you like what you see, we can elevate you to a level of communication with other human beings, not just in network marketing at a level that you never thought possible. And your relatives will actually like you because you're going to remember <laughs> them. That's my whole story. Well, and any, any part of your life, right? Brian and I, we really haven't talked much in the last year and a half. And you and I sat down. I have a, I literally have a picture of you in my phone. You're not going to be able to see it because it's going to be too small. But I that, remember that one. That I day, remember the Hard Rock Cafe. And I've got Ventura, California. I've got Double A baseball. I've got that. It was a back injury that you had all these years ago that woke you up to this profession. I've got all the how much you love your wife, the four kids, and how old they were a year and a half ago, and now how old they are now, and the little guy playing t-ball, and all these things about your story, and. Any human being that you want to be around, if you start to remember their story and finding ways to drip on them, it makes a huge difference. So that's what this is about. Go to contactmapping.com slash free and check it out. And we're back. It's the final segment already. This show flew by. We have got Coach Fryer with us, coachfryer.com. Yeah. Got Adrian from contactmapping.com. Was it fun? Super, super fun. You like and the guy. I love this guy and I want it. So- I don't want to steer you, but I I heard you share in a clubhouse room the other day. Somebody was asking about Facebook groups. And so if, if nothing else jumps out at you that you want to do instead of that one, I loved what you shared about just a really simple approach with Facebook groups as a way to really be contributing without spending your entire life trying to figure out how to master that. So whether it's that or if there's some other space in social media right now that you just think is a really great place for people to be able to grow, can you just share kind of a, a tip or a framework for how to grow in one particular area of social media right now, Brian? For sure. Yeah, no, I appreciate the question. I'll try to break down. Uh, I'll do the Facebook groups one. That's the one you addressed and I'll do it quickly and swiftly. Pass the baton back to you. If there's a few more moments at the end, maybe we can add one or two more TikTok clubhouse, whatever you want. But cool. no, I was fortunate enough to, to be in a room recently and uh, Facebook groups was the question. Like, is that still a viable source to grow my network, to grow my audience? Of course, not jumping into Facebook groups to spam or to sell products but to connect with other people. And so back to that consumer versus contributor. So many people are in, you know, dozens or hundreds of Facebook groups nowadays, but they're just consuming. They're just hanging out. They're just looking at posts. And I shared a simple Facebook group formula that network marketers specifically can uh, apply. It's my simple two by three by 10 formula. I'll break this down for you guys. So let's say that uh, maybe some of your viewers out there, maybe let's say that you have a, a, you're a, you're a dog lover, right? You, you love dogs, a specific type of breed of dog. Maybe you join one or two Facebook groups with other folks who also love that type of breed of dog, right? Well, instead of just consuming and laughing at all the memes in the group, decide to be a contributor, right? Use the two by three by 10. So that stands for, the two stands for contribute two posts per week into that group. So let's call it Tuesday and Thursday, right? Your Tuesday post is going to be a value-driven, educational, helpful tip, something that you've learned since having your dog, something that might be able to help other members of the group, okay? 
Your Thursday post is going to be engagement driven only. Hey, what type of what type of food are you feeding your dog? Hey, what time do you typically do this? What have you? Something that's going to just simply spark engagement. So two posts per week. Now the three by 10 comes into play, right? Three times per week for 10 minutes each of those days. Go in there, set a timer on your phone and just contribute, reply to the comments, interact with the other members of the group. So let's say Monday, Wednesday and Friday, right? 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. You're talking 30 minutes for the entire week. You can jump into that specific niche Facebook group and be a contributor, add value to the lives of other folks and build your network. I love that. Super simple you're not spending your entire life there. Discipline yourself to spend 10 really good minutes three times a week. And you're going to make a difference from doing that. So I love that. We do have enough time. So pick one more platform that you're loving and talk about what, what you can be doing there. For sure. Uh, well, I am a, a big believer in uh, in TikTok. I was anti for the first year as my You're oldest. You're kidding. Like, Dad, you need to check this out. <laughs> but all that aside, let's, let's not talk platforms. Let's just talk about the actual strategy. I believe short form video content is, is just absolutely surging right now, whether that's on TikTok, whether that's on Instagram Reels. I even consider Facebook Lives. I know Tom does his two-minute talk right in the mornings. And I even looked at it, but it was under the five-minute mark. So even a Facebook Live, five to seven minutes, I consider that a piece of micro video content. And I'll finish with this is I used to do Facebook Lives. I think I've done over a couple thousand now, but I used to take 45 minutes on a Facebook Live to share three tips. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing my audience such a disservice and uh, you know, wasting a bunch of their time. And I could give that in five to seven minutes. And so I really think short form video content is gonna be powerful. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. And he's fun on, on TikTok. Oh, I've been I, watching I, his stuff, it's cool. I think I am made for TikTok. I just got to jump in it. I am going to kill it there. I could do a bathtub series on TikTok that would own the world. You guys get ready. Talk it's about coming. getting deplatformed. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. I promise you, I can do it. I am sure of it and I'm going to do it. And uh, I have another one that I have is so exciting that, that who was that guy? Mark Lalonde. Yeah. Did you watch that interview with Mark Lalonde we did? I have not seen that one yet. Oh, you got to watch it. The guy's a lunatic. He's good at TikTok. Makes says he makes $3 million a year and uh, not in network marketing, just in all the stuff that he does around TikTok. So we were intrigued by him. And he was one entertaining as heck interview Wild and man. showed me that TikTok might just be the ticket for me because you can't really screw it up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about that. So. Pretty I'm, cool. We love you, Brian. And you have who do we have on next week? We John never, and Nadia Melton. We got the Meltons on next week. That'll they're are they TikTok people? They, Big time. Are they? I, I admire I, them. TikTok. Yeah, they're good over there. All right. That's what I thought. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Well, we're gonna win this. I love you guys. We'll see you all next week. Richard Brooke has a podcast. Make sure you watch it. We love you. See you all later. Bye bye. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.